Hey friends, trustworthy old Kev Smith here to talk about Casemate. We're running a contest with the good folks at Casemate. They were kind enough to support our shows up at uh, San Diego Comic Con this year, both Hollywood Babylon and Jay and Silent Bob get old. Uh, and they came up with this cool idea to do a contest. Been going on. It's going to be going on until August 9th. You go to facebook.com slash Casemate. You like them and you join up this contest. You put Jay and Silent Bob on an iPhone 4 case. Design it. You could win money. Cash money out of the top 10 designs. Designs. Me and Muse are going to pick three winners. One grand prize winner is going to win $500. Two runners up going to receive $250 each, courtesy of Casemate. And then those designs going to be sold on the store, man. You can actually literally buy your own iPhone case that you designed featuring Jay and Silent Bob. Go to Casemate, man. Uh, we'll follow them on Twitter at Casemate or go to Facebook.com slash Casemate and join in the contest. You got till August 9th, man. Show your art. Get artistic. Get all our sweets artsy fartsy. Maybe win some money for your troubles, man, and be a paid vendor or a paid supplier, man. You see your product on a shelf in a store and whatnot. Casemate going to make it happen for you. Facebook.com slash Casemate, C-A-S-E-M-A-T-E for all uh, your questions, man. They'll let you know what's going on. But join in because if you don't win it, I'm going to try to win it myself. I will pick myself as the winning entry if I have to. So please submit. Go to Facebook.com slash Casemate. Hey, Baston. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. The Smonsters of Talk are coming to motherfucking Vegas. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. Whether you want to snooch your nooch or give that penis a sandwich, the shenanigans happen August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe, located right on the famous Las Vegas Strip. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, and Ralph Garman are guaranteed to make you forget you just gambled away all your money. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon, August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are going to snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Dave. Tell them Steve Dave. 
Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, live in New York. October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sugar way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That Man, it is so good to be back. Two, yes. two weeks away. Well, sorry to not be here live. And I'm looking around the room. Right now, by the way, this is Nooner, your two-hour titillating radio embrace. Every That's Friday. Dan Etheridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dan Etheridge, my cohort, Marty Yu. Hello. I'm looking at this room, and this is what makes me happy. I'm seeing Megan's face. I'm seeing James's face, or that's DJ Jam Master, man on the board. <laughs> Alan's, Alan's concerned face, but nevertheless. And the hummingbird is free. The hummingbird oh, is free. Yes. If you were listening to the previous show, we had a poisonous, venomous, cobra-like hummingbird <laughs> in the living room that was causing much consternation. I'd like to think I chased it away with my Calvin Klein Eternity Cologne. It said it didn't want anybody <laughs> to that business. But uh, it is really great to be back after a week of... Uh, a week away. I was tending to my father, who's who's ill, but uh, feel better, Dad. We're we're rooting for you. Um, but we are back, and thank you for sticking with us, Marty. How the hell are you? I'm doing great. I have no complaints. Oh, I need a job. You have any jobs for me? <laughs> well, you can listen to Get Jobs, ah. and apparently, I haven't listened to that show. But that's all about that's an informative uh, employment seminar kind of program. Is that is that right? Uh, uh, yes, yes, James? I believe it is. Yeah, that's that's what they do on there. They help you with <laughs> resume building. Oh, good, good, um, good, and career counseling, career counseling, sort of the employment. You may get a little bit of them just throwing their hands up in the air when they take a little look at the Marty resume, but yes. but don't get down about that. Um, <sighs> big news for me. Big news for me. I got 86 from my first bar recently. Hey! Yeah. Well yeah. done! Yeah, I was very proud of this. I was very proud of this. There is, in Hollywood, the skankiest, with all due respect <laughs> to this, the well, now they're the skankiest. The skankiest dive, like, I like dive bars. Everybody likes dive bars, but those are the dive bars we see in our mind's eye with, like, you know, if the longshoremen and or whatever it is. This is truly a dive bar called the Spotlight in Hollywood. It is leftover from, like, decrepit gay well, 60s. Which one is it? 
It's called the Spotlight. It's the corner of Goeng and Selma. And look, nice people run it, blah, blah, blah. But it just, it's the kind of bar that opens up at 6 a.m. and it's kind of crowded at that time. So I'm out. I get one night off from, uh, 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 uh helping out my pop, uh, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm out with, uh, Nick, uh, the BF. And we, like, we're having a casual drink somewhere. And I just got all excited, just and happy to be out and getting a little blown off some steam. So we, we say, let's, let's go to the spotlight. Let's just go over there and shoot a game of pool in, in the, in the, the skank. It's cause it's very close to my house. We can walk back. I get in there and I'm just all full of joy of life. So I say, Jack Daniels shots time. So we start hitting that. We go to play pool. I am the world's worst pool player, Marty. You, uh, I might be worse. Okay. I'm the second world's worst pool player. I mean, truly terrible, but for me, it's all about fun. Sure. sure. So we're shooting pool. We're playing loser buys your shots. We've had a couple and how of many, shots. How many shots? Like, uh, I can't remember. It was like three by the time this next were you, phase were you started. Sipping up. or shooting? No, no. When I do a shot, I do a shot. Marty. All right. Because right. that's what it's called. I'm an effing man. All right. You can't even say fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of man are you? I'm a, I'm a flipping man. Of <laughs> um, you. I'm a fudging man. Right, that sounded awful. Um, so the, and in comes a guy. He's about 60. He's toothless. Seems nice enough. He is an ex-Marine and, you know, cause my dad's a Marine. I'm just, and so thinking about my dad. So I'm feeling a lot of fidelity Super right there. Fly. And so he wants to join and, and shoot pool. And we're like, fine. Nick and I'll team up and we'll play you and pool. And this is all friendly shit. So we're playing, uh, and we play a friendly game and it's kind of an evenly matched and whatever. And, and losers buying shots. We're getting more looped up. Then the next thing he goes, and he goes like, Hey, so I want to, uh, how about we put 20 on this one? I'm like, yeah, give it five. I'm in a great mood. I'm not thinking anything except blowing off steam right now. So I hit the, so we do it again and we just, we nip him at the bud at the end. Just nip him at the bud at the end. And I'm, and I'm not really thinking about winning or losing. I'm just hanging out with Nick. We're having a good time. And it's 20 in a bucks. Box. I mean, who not thinking shit about well, Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, um, and then he goes, and this is the moment where you know that I've had too many shots at this point. Cause then he goes, Hey, well, you know, uh, you just, what about we play for 50 on this next one? Ooh. Keeping in mind, he, we just narrowly beat him. This is the moment where a sane person, a not a sober person yeah, says, yeah, yeah. okay, wait. He just upped the ante a lot and we only just barely lost to him and I'm really paying attention <laughs> to probably now in retrospect him throwing the game. Right. Um, so this is where the miracle happens. And I'd like to think there was the miracle on ice in 1980, you know? <laughs> okay, this is the miracle on felt. Mm-hmm. The 2011 <laughs> miracle on felt. Right. And I- this has happened once before. There is a thing that will happen. If I get apocalyptically drunk, and that does occur on occasion, I often will get, I will become the best pool player on the now, face of the planet Earth. Does this end in like broken thumbs? No, no. Because if it ended on broken thumbs, Marty, I would be so angry right you right now for <laughs> once again jumping the punch. That, <laughs> that's your name. Some people jump the shark. No, you jump yeah. the punch. But no, it's but, not broken thumbs. So in New York in 89, I was at this bar. And I was so drunk, I became so brilliant, I just kept cleaning the table. I mean, running the fucking table that this guy named Big Al, this massive African-American bartender, he said, fuck it, that's enough. He leaped over from behind the bar. He unscrewed, he screwed together his incredible pool cue. He put a line of Coke out on his palm, snorted the whole thing, and then proceeded to wipe me off the table because he'd had it with the kid who was drunk and somehow couldn't be beaten. <laughs> that was 89. Cut to Miracle on Felt 2011. The guy's just up the end of $50. Now, the thing is, I'm not thinking anything about pool. I'm having a great time. And is it Nick. crowded? I've seen him. No, there's no, there's like people are wandering in and out, so it's not a spectator store. But believe me, the farthest thing from my mind is winning or the $50. I just don't care. Not thinking about it. 
I run the table. Boom. Run the whole fucking table. He never even gets a shot. Boom, 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 boom. Game done. The guy, and I erupt in euphoria. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm dancing upstairs right now. And I go, fucking, I am so euphoric. But it's not a euphoric of like in your face, in your face you want. I'd barely even thinking about the game or the 50. I'm thinking about the miracle on felt that idiot pool player Dan, who hasn't, it's been since 1989, <laughs> since, since the brilliance has shown itself, just ran the table with amazing shots. So I'm running around just like, Nick, did you see that? I, I can't believe it. I turned into a different human being. I was super pool guy, blah, blah, blah. Well, I guess all this irritated the hustler. The Marine. Uh, the, the, yeah, the Marine and the Hustler. So he began to get a little rough. And well, How do you mean rough? Uh, there, was a, there was a more – before it was like the easy going, hey, y'all want to play. And then suddenly it was like menacing and angry. So he tells the bar owner that I'm a pool hustler because he thinks <laughs> that I have – he thinks what I've done is suckered him in and he's been out hustled. So the bar owner, this old, they come over and they throw me out. I'm 86 from the spotlight Wait, for being a hustler. They, did they like, Ba-boom! did they grab you by the yeah, elbows yeah, yeah. and you're like dragging well, your heels? They politely suggested that I get the F out and I had a surly Marine that I had just defeated. Here's the thing. He didn't even have caused me surly because one of the first things I did when I won is he went for his wallet, but I could see in his wallet he had three ones, but I think, but he wasn't doing it like, whoa, was me. I think it was, it was going to get ugly and not even thinking about it. I said like, oh, don't worry about the money. I wasn't playing for the money. And I really wasn't doing that. I really wasn't. Right. You know, I was so in a different sure. headspace. He just didn't know that. So yeah, I, so you didn't even collect the money. No, I, I wasn't even. I wouldn't. I didn't give a f about the money. I was blown off steam, and I was out with Nick and all that. So yes, but I can no longer go to the world's diviest bar in Hollywood because I'm a hustler. That is a badge of honor. I'm a hustler. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you should. You should get a, right a shirt. Fast Eddie. Me. <laughs> but the miracle on felt, you guys would have been so impressed because it was, I mean, I am horrible at pool. And these were like bank shots and crazy shit shots and just cocky as shit, no lining them up, just boom, boom, boom. And you didn't even way. need the line of Coke. I didn't even need the line of Coke. You're damn Amazing. right. Yes, I've given that up long ago. No, Nick and Two weeks just ago. Two, <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, well no, done, Martin. Dan. No, Martin. Just because I was here in Hollywood in the 90s did not mean I am a reformed me <laughs> in uh, the new millennium. Uh, no, but Nick and I did have about seven. This is ignoble, and I hope that he doesn't mind me telling this. We had about seven or eight or nine or ten shots. Uh, we don't remember the cab ride home. We were going up the back stairs to my house, and at some point up the stairs, I guess both of us felt that we couldn't go any further. So I woke up about 3 a.m. and we were sleeping on the back outside stairs. At least you had the good, <laughs> you had the good sense to take a cab. Yeah, I know. A good sense to take a cab is, as opposed to what? To walk? I, either way, I think we were winners. Or um, drive. I mean, yeah. so we slept know. on the staircase and there was, uh, there was a puddle of vomit. So anyway, um, it, the, the miracle I'd felt ended as many miracles do ignobly. But that was my, uh, blow off steam night. That's what happened to me in the interim two weeks. I mean, that's not all that happened to me, but that was the, that was the night of blowing off steam. Marty, did you have any miracles? Mm, I watched the verdict for the first time. <laughs> It is a, a, you know what, actually, that is one of my, like, if it comes on cable, I can't turn it off movies. Like, because normally I hate courtroom dramas, you know, because that always seems fake and these stupid speeches. It's awesome. It's Newman, like, just so great. And I don't even think of him as a great actor. I think of him as a movie star, but he's a 
a, it's a fantastic performance. Well, and I also think Paul Newman is my favorite movie star. And sure. I don't mean to denigrate his acting. His acting is a great actor. But yeah, when yeah, you yeah. just say movie star, the first name that comes up to me and will always come to me is Paul Newman. Because sure, you look sure. at his stuff in the 60s, Butch Cassidy, HUD, Cool Hand Luke, Harper. The, I mean, like, the guy – that is – you, you watch him go. He's a great actor who, with the cagey awesomeness of a movie. Even the fucking towering Inferno. <laughs> Run out and rent it. Newman and McQueen, and they're both trying to out. Actually, Newman has got a sense of humor, so he's playing the role right. But you also tell like he's he's making some great money, and this movie's going to be the blockbuster of the century, which it was. McQueen, you know, who is a legendary like I'm a badass, right. and you're going to know it. You could just tell he's he's going through the movie like I want to fucking do another stunt right now. <laughs> Throw me off the building, put me in a fire. I want to do a stunt now. And Newman just kind of blue eyes twinkling right. and going through like we got a fire up here. Yeah, and then he walks <laughs> and lets his stunt man handle Goes, it. He kisses Faye Dunaway, you know, blows the thing up, saves the day. But He's the, awesome. The verdict is just it's it's great. I mean, it, the, yeah. it's such a um it's intense. It, it holds up. Like you would think that, like an old, you know, yeah, like a court. You know, Mamet wrote David yeah, Mamet. It was his yep. like second neo conservative misogynist, David crazy Mamet. whack job. David Mamet. I just wanted to ask briefly because I just have come to have such affection for the man. There's a, there's a monitor in which I can't see his face. There I go. How are you, James? I'm fine. You realize that yeah, James put you. that monitor there on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> you do that the blot so I couldn't look yeah, over no, to you. No. I, you know what I was thinking uh, when you were uh, discussing uh, Miracle on Felt? Uh, Miracle on Felt. Right. Uh, you reminded me of a joke. It's a good friend of mine. I can't take credit for it, but a uh, good friend of mine, Jacob, uh, says he wants to change his last name to Offsteam. I said, why? I said, because everyone loves to blow off steam. Hey, Hey, and if my, uh, if my stepmother and my brother are listening right now, I hope you enjoyed that yeah. job joke. Thanks, James. That's, that's really good. Oh, so that's why you're so. saying effing. Well, I, because they might be listening and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but I, but they understand that, that there's ribaldry. Is that I ribaldry? I, I say, on Nuna. Speaking of on Nuna, we, we want to play. James, do you have that file of normalized Nooner songs that I sent you? I certainly do. You right know what? There. Brad Stark, the uber genius who wrote our Nooner theme and the Marty Softball themes, had written a bunch of different genre themes mm-hmm. for us, and we wanted to play the Randy Newman one just because we thought sure. Picking a Randy Newman, you know, Randy Newman. If you if you don't know, it's like. I mean, brilliant, funny singer-songwriter of like short people. His his big hits were like short people and I love L.A., which are all ironic, tongue-in-cheek songs. And it's weird because I love L.A. was meant ironically, but has become an anthem for this. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he also writes all the like the Toy Story themes. He's at like nineteen Academy Award nominations. So he's this sardonic, brilliant guy. So to pick that target, especially his odd vocalizations, it's such a tiny little target to pit to hit and I think Brad bullseyed it so let's listen to this alternative Nooner theme Randy Newman style if it's three o'clock it's too late for Luna yeah if it's four o'clock it's too late for Luna yeah just think it through if it's later than two then I'm sorry but no Luna for you that sounds like that sounds like post-stroke Randy Newman. Yeah, or, there's a little of Jerry Lee Lewis in there sometimes, but you know what makes it for me is the 
Yup. Yeah, that, that's just how Randy Newman, that little like odd uh, grunting vocalization that, that uh, Randy Newman would throw in there. So Brad, hats off. Thanks for Amazing. that alternative nooner thing. We, nice. in, in future weeks to come, he wrote, uh, what are some of the other country Springsteen. Springsteen. Country. We'll keep it a surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A surprise. Um, and who knows, maybe Brad it, will get excited and write something new. I thought up? it might be fun to go through your acting resume. Dan. <laughs> so I, we will, we will, but, it, but the minute our, our guest, oh, you know, I should say our guest Lizzie is Lizzie Kaplan and she's totally awesome. So when and she gets here, we're gonna, we'll, we will interrupt any talk of my acting ah. career. So, and, okay. So the first movie you were in was Dogma? Dogma. 1999. This was like, such a, so what was the audition thing. process like? Uh, Kevin called me up and said do this and it was so <laughs> daunting because Kevin, who's writing I, I love, is got, the script for the priest. I'm the priest in the, giving a sermon. The script, as if y'all, everybody out there probably seen a movie script, is literally two solid pages of a sermon, and he wants to get it in one take. I mean, I know he's going to edit it, but he, you know, he really wants. So first, I feel like I'm so grateful that guys give me a chance to like, you know, do a little something fun that I haven't had a chance to do since the theater days. Uh, but I had to memorize that whole thing. It was so daunting. And then he came into my trailer right before we we're gonna shoot. I, I remember we, I'd been watching, uh, sort of playing basketball with Matt Damon and company, and just trying to not think about it. And he came and said, "Okay, do the do the monologue." So I'd come, so I so I did there, and I just sat there and I did the whole thing for him. And he went, "Yep, that's great. Just do that. Go in." They put one, they take one camera wide, one camera right up in my face. They do do it. Boom, one take, not one comma out of place. How many extras were there? Wow. They they removed a lot of the extras because the cameras were all up on okay. me. I mean, there was some in the front. So I know that's like sounds like cheating my heart, but I am you I am fucking cheating. proud. It, that's but exactly what that is. Fucking proud of that. That's like because even more blissful than the uh, the billiard story. It, well, it was bliss because uh, you know I've, I respect for all writers and I wanted to be comma perfect, letter perfect. Well, can you just and give us a little piece? Before? I can't remember. Before. That was two thousand years ago. I know, but I want the character. Fifteen years just, ago, I, I can't. Want, I can't do that sort of thing. The, the, the anyway, so that that was a great thing, and it was so glad to be here. All right, um, but it was good to do that, and uh, I, we will talk about the rest of my yeah. We'll go, maybe we'll do uh, the next role. Yeah, that was just a little dribbling oh. out. Dan I, I, and Dogma. I hear a car pulling up. Oh, there's a car pulling up. I wonder oh. if the door is going to ring. Uh, it will in a second. It's. <laughs> See if I get it loaded in. Wait, wait, you you our, this is our only sound effect of the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, your mic's not on yet, so it didn't work. Ready, wait, here it is. That's taking forever. There it is. Hey. Hey. Let's Don't get the door. We're not a morning zoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we had the Rocky theme playing. Oh, the, there was yeah. a hummingbird. There was a poisonous hummingbird in here for a little while. That doesn't happen. Poisonous morning zoo. Yeah. Well. Allegedly. Yeah. Remember when I was seven minutes late for your podcast? <laughs> I was so rude. But Don't I worry, I, I was vamping up a storm. I could tell. Yes. You're on fire. <laughs> how are the le- how are the levels? Uh, the board Manning guy. That sounds good so By far. She, you you do want to get a little bit closer? Or pull, yeah, I do. Pull it a little bit closer. Yes, to you there. there you go. Get on in. Oh. Make love to that. Mic. Mic. I don't know why I called um, you board Manning. I was trying to reach back to our Manning the board. Yeah. Th- <laughs> th- uh, you know, riff, and I fucked well, it up. Welcome, so. Lizzie. Lizzie, Thanks. welcome. Do you know my my uh, vice Murph? Yeah, yeah. You do. We met on some party down. Yeah. Oh, I just don't know. You're kind to remember that. Um, are. Marty and I are both Can minor I? internet radio personalities, or MERP. Oh, um, really? With each show, increasingly minor. Um, so, but th- today we only have 600 million people listening. Oh, yeah. 600 million. Yeah, yeah it took oh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I want to say something. Thank you so much, Lizzie Kaplan, for coming in. This is our fault, and I apologize to all fans, male and female, but... 
This is our first female guest. In no. The, yes. What a sexist I know. Operation. And we've been on the air for seven years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Every day for yeah. seven and years. I, I keep begging yes. for one, but Dan's like, nope, nope, nope. I don't feel ready. I'm not ready. I can't handle it. Yes, that. he does not like women. <laughs> no. This microphone does not not smell like a dog. <laughs> oh no, th- th- that's wafting in from off the. Uh, oh, that's right. The the yes. porch is is uh, uh, fr- beautiful and f- and fragrant with manure. Oh, and, yes. and urine, and urine, <laughs> and any other bodily excretions. Yeah, you'll see some dogs. You know, one thing I'm going to say just before we start in with our dear friend Lizzie Kaplan is that we do have a call in number three two three six four five eighty one hundred. But Lizzie, yep. and and I have to tell you, Cheyenne will be screening. Oh, Cheyenne's going to be screening. Yes. Cheyenne, is Thank that. You. People don't usually call in, so I don't want you to. The lack of calls, I oh, don't no. want you to have that becoming an insecurity. It will. It's already. An no, insecurity. I mean, like Livingston <laughs> got like one call. Well, that's Ron Livingston. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to talk to that guy? So why don't we just start with that? What's it like having screen sex with Ron Livingston? Magical. <laughs> that's what I thought. Was that Magical. Queens of Country? It was. Well, that was a. You shot that a while ago. Ah, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, pick a scab, Marty. That's right. Pick a yeah. fight with the guest right off the bat. Yeah. Well, nicely What the done. fuck's up with that? Well, Marty, you. Jesus. I, normally, he's just mm-hmm. mild Just a man. nice, quiet yeah. Asian man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. My God, I have begged you. I have no, begged you to not play that. I'm I want to apologize I'm to okay. all <laughs> sentient beings <laughs> here or forever after who heard that. James, <laughs> welcome Fuck, back. I just said it wasn't a zoo, and now you've turned us into yes, a racist zoo. <laughs> and we are live, by the way, and Wait. on the internet. That's so scary. <laughs> okay. So drunk we right now. Her off what is, you, what is, her what is cleaning of country? Yeah, I saw it. It's good. Well, I'm glad you did see. It. That's so weird yeah. that you saw it. Nobody's yeah. seen it. It's not. It's not actually finished yet. Even though we did wrap it about eh, a year ago. Yeah, I'd say two months ago. Two, two months ago, <laughs> yeah. we wrapped it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's got a stellar cast, and it's a very, very weird movie, and it's really funny, and I really want people to see it. Is it about country music? Oh, yes, it is. Oh. Do you it, sing? I don't. I, I'm a, I'm a line dancing champion. Um, and does she nice. have it? Is it, it, would I be giving away anything, not the, not the plot points, but to say what Joe's character is? No, go for it. Okay. Joe Latrulia. Cause Joe Latrulia was here when we guest hosted like a couple months ago and he's awesome and he plays a, 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 a transvestite or is it a, a pre-op trans? He's uh, a pre-op, pre-op transgendered yes. person. Yeah. He's like, 13% away from being a full woman. And so he was like my best. Ditto. Yeah, I know. It reminded me Ditto. so much of you. Um, he was like my best girlfriend when we were shooting the movie. Like we would go get manicures every week and he'd have to shave like seven times a day, but he looked like Blossom. Like really like Blossom. And then as soon as we wrapped, he like grew in his beard and I hated it. It was like my, my best friend gone, turned Train, into a man yeah. like all the rest. And if you know Joe, he, he's a, he's a, not that this matters one way or the other, but I think the reason it, it's so interesting to see him play the role is he's a masculine guy, a Jets loving oh, guy, you know, this. Virile. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah screams yeah. masculinity. It, it, well, it, it <laughs> slightly talks loudly masculinity. <laughs> he, he shrieks masculinity. He shrieks at the top of his lungs. So masculinity. No, he's so good in the movie. Everybody's so, so, so good in the movie. Ron Livingston is doing some kind of George W. Bush thing that's amazing. Yeah. And Matt Walsh. Oh, I love Matt. Is Joe's yeah. boyfriend. And they are by far the sweetest couple in oh. the movie. And Matt is like, He's he's great. He's, he usually plays like a dick in yeah. a lot of things, and he's right. so not a dick. Not a dick. Often is the case. Not a dick. I took a class with him actually at UCB. Yeah. Pottery. <laughs> <laughs> Through <Pottery>. some pots. <laughs> I made an ashtray. 
I'm very proud. Um, well, if, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure all of you maybe do. All is, 600 million. Of <laughs> all 600 million. That's a lot of people to cover. It, Lizzie and I, I had the pleasure of meeting Lizzie um, on a, a party down when we, the, the, the person who had, Andrea Savage, who had, had done the, when we shot the little pilot in Rob's backyard, Andrea Savage was great and done it. She was, she was pregnant at the time and couldn't do the show. And, you know, you know, God doesn't close a door without opening. Barf. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even say it. No. I am agnostic, so that was difficult for me to say. Anyway, door, window, Lizzie. And did, so did you see the, the original pilot? I did. And it was all right. Because I saw you. Like, <laughs> and you basically were doing an Andrea Savage for two seasons. Oh, yeah. I did a straight impression. And I think the lesson here is Nailed clearly it. do not have children. Because oh, yeah, it ruins yeah, yeah, yeah. your life. <laughs> hey, Tim from San Diego's uh, called. What? A call? Uh, yeah, a call. Holy shit. Well, Tim from San Diego, I think, might be the guy that wrote a graduate thesis on me. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's he's just, just you. He's, a, he's a dependable caller. He's a, okay. So it's, but are, are, do I take it? I can't, yeah. Because I can't read that script the, underneath it. Do you hit the hold button or All the right. answer? I'll, I'll do the, how about the air? Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, Tim, are you there? Yeah, I am. Oh, this is just... like a real radio <laughs> no, show. No. All right, Tim, unbelievable enough, you're on the air with me, Marty, and Lizzie Guy. Hello, Tim. What? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Tim. Uh, you... <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to take up, but this is so much cooler. <laughs> well, if you have a question for Lizzie, that would or be Or cool if you list. want some Kung Pao chicken. There it is. Yes. Well, well, Marty. No, 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 the TV show, um, I don't care about your brand is still happening, and can I get some Kung Pao chicken? <laughs> this is like the worst thing ever. I just have nothing but bad news to report. Oh. No, it's not. It's not. It's not happening. Oh, this is heartbreaking. No, what but, was it? What was the show? Uh, it was based on this book written by Julie Klausner called I Don't Care About Your Band, which is a hilarious and amazing book. And we wrote a hilarious and amazing script and had a, a hilarious and amazing team. <laughs> and, and that means not death in Hollywood. Yeah, right. exactly. That right. means it's not happening. Tim, thanks a lot for the question. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, not a dick. Yeah, right. um, uh, yeah, you're not a dick, Tim. Tim, <laughs> fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> weather. Um, I'll, I'll do a... Uh, why is there an open little tub of chapstick right here? Uh, you, you'll find out in, okay. our, in our comedy bit. In the right. next yeah. Celebrity yeah. There's no kissing. Bit. There's no bit. Um, and by the way, <laughs> feel free to duck any question you want to duck. No, it's the, a, it's a, it's a, it's totally fine. It was a, it was a very big learning experience, and I'm super proud of what we did. And who were you? Who'd you do it with? With uh, Gary Sanchez, like Will Ferrell's oh, yeah, company, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. and it was written by a our our pilot was written by this genius genius named Leslie Headland, and I'm leaving in a week to do her movie. Oh, Adam Scott also. You know, because oh. this is normally a question I ask at the end of the show, but I like to ask, what's next for Hollywood's Lizzie Kaplan? Oh, oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yes. Finally, I don't feel like I want to kill myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this movie with uh, with Adam and Isla Fisher and Kirsten Dunst and James Marston and oh, Kyle Bornheimer, yeah. another party down Kyle, I love Kyle. Yes. He's really nice guy. Fantastic. Very funny. Very... And uh, Rebel Wilson. Is oh, my God. Audition. You know, we tried to get Rebel in Party Down. Oh, she's so yeah, good. Yeah, she was going to play uh, Danielle. Ron's, yep. Ron's, uh, except that her visa wouldn't work out. Now, again, door, window, June Raphael was t- amazing. so amazing. She's so. the greatest. So the movie is The Great Gatsby, is that what it yes, is? Yes, it's called The Great Gatsby. We'll be filming in Australia. <laughs> right. It's good. in 3D. Oh. Great. Yeah. Gats. Um, <laughs> Gats with a Z. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, there was a New York 
there was a because a, a, a friend of mine from college started this theater company. They did they did a, an adaptation of The Great Gatsby called Gats G A T Z. But the the hook was they literally read the entire book. It was an eight hour show. But the, I know that sounds like yeah, crazy yeah. and not the thing. It the reviews were ecstatic. It was one of the best uh, shows in Manhattan. What? Last yeah, year. it was like yeah. it was a huge deal. Oh, it was a huge. I was at the public, you know, and it was just crazy, crazy great reviews. That's like an Andy Kaufman bit. It, it was. It was, but they didn't just <laughs> literally sit there and do. There was some kind of I don't know how they some did it. Some interpretive but dance it behind was it. Brilliant, but it was called Gats with a Z. Gats. Gats. If you could see our hand motions, <laughs> folks, and you could picture them, it's white people doing gangster <laughs> gangster motions. This is awesome. Now I hear Adam Scott is a dick on he the is set. huge dick yeah. huge, yeah, huge yeah, dick yeah, everybody yeah, hates yeah. him well we would make fun of him all the time on party down because you know we were one of those and please correct me if i'm wrong but <laughs> when we had a guest star come in we were uh very nice to them and sometimes mm. okay all right the the white the white guest stars <laughs> sorry that's we were the, extremely you know, nice to yeah, Ken Jong and I were talking about that <laughs> um and sometimes on shows when you come in as a guest star it's like really uncomfortable and they all are best friends and it sort of has a clicky vibe and you come in and nobody talks to you and you eat alone in your trailer right and on our show we would welcome them because they were really the stars of each episode and they were usually our friends one of our friends right and uh Adam, we would call it the Adam Scott 45, where he would sit you down and just talk Hollywood <laughs> for 45 minutes with you. And I think it made everybody feel really welcome. Really? Adam Scott, you know what? It's great because uh, two, two years in the show, I'd never heard that. There was really? little, little things still come come through. Because, you know, there's there's like the, the actors have their own world sometimes. So do they they, don't, you're not they invited. Don't let, uh, sometimes we're not invited. That's okay. <laughs> Okay. That's okay. Well, now that you say it's okay, I don't want to have my private world anymore. <laughs> now it's not as fun. Come no. on in. <laughs> Fine. Come but on. you know what? The, you know what happens a lot of times. It didn't happen with you all, but it happens a lot of times, and I understand why. Is you can't help. Sometimes I will avoid actors on the set, but but uh, but and I think they I you. The reason. And no, and they, and they because understand like it, we don't get to see each other that often when we do, and they're sitting. If there's even a moment low in the conversation, a lot of times their minds will go to something that's not right for on the show in their opinion so usually each conversation ends with a need or a want or a criticism oh, so brother. after a little while you're like well you didn't you, you, you hate actors <laughs> no it's not there that it is. because i respect it i'm the producer that ought to do it it's just sometimes you're like okay and there's the need or want no i totally understand <laughs> on the thing that i just finished a couple days ago with martin star hey people um I would make the producer get me a little gift every day. And he did. <laughs> what? That's yeah. so nice. Well, I wasn't getting paid anything, so it's Whoa. like, I need some type of small gift. What, what, what sort of gifts did you get? Well, it ranged from, like, let's say, a breakfast burrito. To a leaf. Wait, to from, one from a catering leaf. truck? No, no, we didn't have a catering <laughs> oh, truck. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Low mm-hmm. budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have uh, trailers, so I would make him go and just buy me. Usually it was foodstuffs. Ah. Yeah. A, a naked juice. Yeah, just a delicious cold <laughs> naked juice. And no, no one else got fed on the, on the entire sheet. No. Yeah. Why would fair. they? Yeah. Who was number one? But I do want it. So any actors out there listening, none. I, I love working with you. <laughs> but just don't talk to him. <laughs> do not talk to him. No, no. I am here and I am your full need. service producer. <laughs> Needs, wants, fulfilled. Apparently not. You hate it. You I'm, hate I'm it. actually now downgraded to a half service producer. <laughs> 50% of the time, I will come through for you. So, <laughs> In between Freaks and Geeks and Party Down, did you and Martin hang out at all? Not really. No. 
And I mean, I guess we, we reconnected because I was supposed to do a movie that he was in with like a bunch of our friends called A Good Old Fashioned Orgy that's coming out oh, pretty yeah. soon. Jason Sudeikis. Yep. And yeah, I saw the yep. poster for that. It was a cool poster. Have it's a very it? funny movie. I yeah. haven't seen the finished product. I don't know what they've done with it. Uh-huh. But, um, he and I sort of became friends because we thought we were doing that. So we like reconnected. And then he actually told me one day on like Franklin Boulevard, like, hey, or Avenue, Franklin. Uh, Quay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he was like, yeah, I'm doing this uh, show next on Stars, and I was like, ooh, shit's not going well for mine. Cut to yeah, trying to be nice, but like that's so sad. Oh my god, nobody's gonna watch that thing. That is that's true. That it was yeah. true. And then yeah, I didn't expect to do it, and then obviously since we started doing this, we've become uh, very very close again. You we went to that mummy, mummy video, right? We did oh, with Adam also, but uh, Martin Starr and I were in we were in second grade together. Did you when true, did you figure that, that out? Yeah, true that. <laughs> did you did you know that in part uh, in Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. Oh, what oh, was yeah. he like in second grade? Weird. Yeah. Kiss That's my, changed. Weirder? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Imagine like a shrunken Martin. How Eating frightening paste that would in the be. corner. Yeah, um, he was one of those kids. He was ugh. only there for a year, but I thought he was like really cool because he was in that movie Hero. Do you remember that With movie? Dustin Hoffman? Yes. And but, Chevy Ch- an unbilled Chevy Chase, oh, if I recall. Oh, yeah. But Martin played the kid who was in a full body cast, so you couldn't even <laughs> see his face. <laughs> but we all still thought it was really cool. And then the only other memory I have of him is that he kissed my friend Poppy on the butt. Boy or girl? Girl. Okay. Did he have Did he have that chapstick? With, yeah, you know? yeah, this exact oh, yeah. little chapstick. That well, really that, that brings gnarly. us to the topic. Oh, well, by the way, I just have to clarify something for Char- Charlie Ballard. Um, oh yeah, I was the, just jo- long time listener. I was just joking about the Great Gatsby in 3D. You you are not in the Great Gatsby. Oh, and 3D. thanks a lot. Okay, I'm not in it. Right. You Anything will not be in that. But why don't we turn a positive? And, I mean, the negative into a positive. What is what is the movie that you're doing? Because you did. Because I, I, Marty jumped on the title. Yeah, Marty. Marty. I there, will not speak again. Well, it's all right that you jumped on the title because there isn't one. What? It's the untitled Lizzie Kaplan project. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's the untitled Un- Leslie Headland project. Ah, fair yes. enough. And yeah. uh, Isla Fisher will be in The Great Gatsby. So, right. That's yeah. and I will have touched her. <laughs> by the time she Oh, really? So we have that to look forward to? Touched by a On screen? Do you guys so touch on screen? So much touching. Nice. Yes. Nice. Who, who's directing? Uh, Leslie Hedlund, the oh. writer. Now, I rarely do this uh, on this show, I think. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I know that sometimes I go a little heavy on the gay pedal. I get that. <laughs> all right? I can't help it. I am who I am. 13% away from being a total woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that if... It, you know, whatever. Ryan and True Blood. Yeah. You had, you had sex scenes with him. Yeah. I. Are you uh, asking if he's gay? No, I know he's not gay. I just, I don't know. I think, there was some I think picture about of him online, <laughs> like a, like a, like a nude picture, but I think it's not really. Not really him. I, I, I honestly wouldn't know. I um, really now I know. On this one, I wouldn't know. I would say like, I would say that for the vast majority of our listeners, no, you know what? I don't know the gender breakdown or the orientation breakdown of listeners. A lot of them are going to remember that, those scenes fondly for you. Oh, thanks. Um, I, re- I remember it fondly m- more for Ryan. I understand. Th- you know, and at the time I didn't actually know you. So, but and now I'm now, a girl. As, yeah. And as I'm talking about it right now, I'm actually freaking myself out. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm appalled. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Ryan, decent guy. 
Great guy. Nay. Great, great, great guy. All right, right on. In that he, you know, a lot of times when you meet a an actor and you have to do all that stuff together and usually actors are fairly attractive, charming right, right, people right, right. and you do this thing normally where you like fake that you're actually you know, oh, we're best friends, oh, we're so close, and you like kind of <laughs> contrive this like weird, stupid relationship. Like you and, and Adam Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Although it took me like three weeks to crack that. To crack Scott. Yeah. Because he was not. He was sort of similar in the way that he he's very like Ryan was was very straight up and not into like bullshitting people. So it took right. a little while for us. Is to that like an become, Aus- an Australian thing? I don't know. No, they're usually like. Well, yeah, Lizzie, really I gotta say, it, you're pretty straight up too. I mean, I would be like a meeting of the cold, straight ups. Cold. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 you're I, a warm straight up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I remember trying to like start that up with him. Like, hey, every time we go to this corner, let's tell each other something personal about like some <laughs> stupid thing. I love allure. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hopefully anything. And he, uh, I, I don't know, this is like, I'm remembering this now, but he wouldn't play the game with me. Oh. Really? But after that, we started to become like legitimately buddies and right. I adore him and he's, he's a wonderful boy to have a sex scene with. He knows exactly where to put his hands to protect you from people seeing your oh, vagina. That's great. Oh, very good. That's yeah. great. I mean, sorry for the yeah, listeners. That's, out that's there, a but, skill that requires a lot of practice. Cause the good thing is, as a, not having known you then is I can say this without it now being toadyism is like, I, you know, I love that show and I loved that storyline. I mean, too, you two were man. killed. What does V taste like? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Probably like corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of blood work. Was there any contact high from it at all? Oh yeah. I mean, I was I was legitimately hallucinating. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I love Which it. I think reads. Yeah, it does. It does. Do you know Alex Wu? Uh, Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's an executive producer on True Blood. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the Alexander Wu. Yeah, yeah. He's double from, O. He's from Sacred Fools. Oh, he is. Yeah. The, the, do you know Sacred Fools? I do. In Chicago. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's, this is a theater in, 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 in LA. LA. Yeah. A, then I'm yeah. thinking of something else. Yeah, oh. Maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, anyhow. God, Fine. cut this out. Cut this out. Yeah, yeah. Where's Sacred Live, Fools? Live to 600 million I feel people. like I know. Oh, no, wait. Shit. Keely I know Sacred Fools. My, my friend's mother is like one, really involved in that theater. Oh, what's her I name? Totally Ruth. Know. Ruth? Is yep, it Ruth? Ruth. Isn't yeah. she great? Because our college friend founded that, so we've been involved with that for a long time. So you're friends with Jesse? Maggie. Ah. The younger. See, the it's one. all connected. Oh. And, and yeah. here are all these names that nobody know. knows. Let's Maggie um, Marion, an amazing human being. Wonderful actress, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a great humanitarian. Great. Yes. And also <laughs> and a, a, a very, very good scientist. <laughs> totally. A the, great wreck. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So does Jess. I wouldn't have known oh, to say that. She doesn't hear this. Um, oh. uh, the call in line, by the way, is 323-645-8100. I don't know. I just thought I'd so, say that. <laughs> Just to amuse yourself. (laughs) So the first time I saw you was in the class. Oh yeah, I love that show. I loved doing that show. Isn't it? Do you like doing like the the multi camera? Yeah, actually, I mean, I don't think I would do one now because it's just it sort of feels really outdated now. Sorry. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he's laughing all <laughs> yeah, the way. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get upset him. <laughs> One billion dollars <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, that schedule is pretty ridiculous. You just are never at work. And it's really fun. You know, so my aunt was Wait. just asking me about this this week. Is it, is it basically because say they'll tape on Friday, so you might come in for a table read or a couple no, of you, really go, you go every day. I mean, oh, okay. I think, you know, some of the shows that are you know, many years deep, they, I think, only come in two days or three days but our show is our first season you go in every day but mondays 
45 minutes Tuesdays two hours right and, and a lot of blocking and then yeah. you just work out the jokes after yeah that. you like it takes the whole week to feel worse and worse about your performance because you're telling the same <laughs> jokes and nobody's laughing anymore and then the audience comes in and laughs at fucking everything right. and then you think you're like a oh, god right That's <laughs> it is good. really really nice. fun it's As super a few fun times I've done it and everybody it's, on that show it's it's similar actually to party down that we're all still very close and in touch who are some of the other i'm i admit i'm not as jesse tyler ferguson who, who's you, great on the show even though like it, it so obviously he was gay but um <laughs> but he's he was he's really okay. really funny no comment <laughs> stop outing uh, people <laughs> uh andrea anders and lucy punch and jason ritter and That's Sean McGuire and, and John Bernthal. Sean McGuire was in our Cupid pilot. Yeah. It and all becomes Sam Harris. And Heather Goldenhirsch. All of us. Besties. Besties. Sam Harris. And Sam Harris. Is that a, the singer? Yeah. The cabaret from, from, singer? From Star Search. That's wow. him. Yeah, he was totally. I actually Star somehow Search. saw a cabaret activist in New York. And I know that sounds like, oh, but I really don't go to cabaret that often. So yeah, I don't know right. So the running Ding joke there was he's the, the gay husband of Lucy. Of Punch. Lucy, yeah. yeah and uh, he's so obviously gay, so he's... but. He's not, so he makes all these straight sex jokes. So basically, it? the Marty U story. Sure. Oh, you're oh, gay. No, 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 he's he's straight. He just seems gay. Whereas me, the the inverse. Yeah, right. don't you think? So yeah. Oh, badge of honor. No, I mean, yeah. be as gay as you want to be. Go. No, you're wearing many pelts right now. <laughs> that, that's I, I murdered every animal. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, went, it went even more white. Uh, yes, yeah. these, these well, last two weeks. Yeah. It was not it, that the, white in Austin. No, I know. The, these last two weeks have been hell on earth, and then the, my hair went white. Your chest hair turns white. It did. It actually, if it, that's not, I, I'm learning this the hard way. It's not like a wives' tale. I had a very stressful two weeks, and my chest hair went far whiter. How's your, how's your down belows? <laughs> <laughs> not white. <laughs> Prove it. Uh, Prove yeah, it. Right. All right. Proving it right now. Okay, everybody see? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, Put that away. <laughs> okay, that was the worst moment of Nooner ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are 13% away. Although it's rude. <laughs> uh, oh. Now, play the theme song. <laughs> play the theme song. Fine, Marty antagonism. Um, uh, that's so racist. So is Sam Harris a nice guy? Horrible person. Oh, very good. No, okay, Sam Harris is amazing. Like everybody, everybody was amazing on that show. Yeah. Every Friday we would go to the Smokehouse afterwards. Oh, I love the Smokehouse. So you, you Warner Brothers? Yeah. Oh. It was a good time. A really, really, Did they have really a table wait for you? Did you ever get a white Russian there? A white Russian on the rock shaken? That may great. have been during my white Russian phase, phase. actually. I definitely <laughs> Did you have a white Russian well, phase? Well, I, I think everybody, everybody, everybody. I love that. I love a white Russian. Everybody did after seeing The Big Lebowski. Exactly. No, that's yeah. what's yeah. Oh, well, see, so I've been drinking white Russian since college. That's the 80s, baby. Oh. That's the 80s. Stop bragging. How old are you? I'm so old. Man, I'm so much older than you Dude, I'm so old. You were a child when I was drinking white Russians. <laughs> well, they did something on the class, though, that I'll, I'll never forget, which makes me laugh to this day, where they uh, flew us out in a private jet, all of us, to Vegas after we had shot the pilot, after the show had gotten picked up, before we started shooting. And we had a dinner, and we got to gamble and everything, and Jimmy Burroughs, the director of like all the great sitcoms of Cheers. all time, was there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, our creators and us, and it was basically just to sit us down and tell us, like, you guys gotta suck this up. <laughs> because this will be the last time you can ever be in the same room together without getting mobbed. And we were like, oh my God, oh my God, cut to our show's canceled after 19 episodes and nobody even watched it. 
<laughs> I watched it. You know, I remember in the 90s and the moment, you know, as a producer where we were doing a movie and I remember thinking, this is the beginning of the nickel rocket to stardom. I, it is never going to get worse. It's only going to get better. And then like immediately off a cliff. <laughs> like four years, like the plane just goes right off the runway. Did you believe it when they said it? I actually think I was the only one who didn't believe it. I was like, how many times have you been wrong? And Jimmy Burrow said he was wrong one other time, and I can't remember what show he was wrong about. Mary Tyler Moore show. It was the Mary Tyler <laughs> he said, this Moore is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this bro? Not going anywhere. No, it's actually Super Train, and he was right. <laughs> was that before your time? Do you remember Way Super before Train? my yes. time. Super Train was an attempt to do, they said, love boats working. Well, let's do it on a train. But really, to make it work, it's got to be a Super Train. <laughs> so it was called Super Train. It was the same year that NBC under Fred Silverman tried Super Train and Manimal. Starring oh, this yeah. English actor who could turn shapeshift into an animal, but, but being that it was like 1981, those hour longs were still shot like you know like overhead lighting, ceiling, right. master, master, over, over, except he could shapeshift, but no special effects, so he just like exit frame and Amazing. then in frame a tiger. But they would, would, but they would have some weird sound effects. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there a manimal joke on Party Down? There had to be because it, it that is very much an N bomb era. No, that's kinda. your go to joke. Yeah, manimal. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah manimal's been around yeah. for a while. Um, but, you know, if did you, you ever see the Big Bus? I love, I love the it. Big Bus. What's the Big Bus? 1975 film when the when all the big like Tang Inferno Poseidon disaster movies. So someone did the Big Bus. It was a nuclear powered Big Bus that sure. had its maiden voyage across the country with Joseph Bologna. Oh my and, god! And it's actually got some hilarious. It's, this is like pre airplane too. Yes, know? pre airplane though that also sent. So it's a comedy movie. or a- yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, it's like oh a nuclear god. powered bus that was like you know like. 3,000 And the thing is, long. they did really clever satires of the scenes that you would see. Like, at one point, the, the Stockard Channing, Stockard Channing is, the, right. is the love interest stewardess who's been helpful, but now she's trapped in the kitchen and the soda dispensers are flooding it with soda. So he has to come and, you know, and they're barely keeping their mouths above the water of the this rising soda. It's, yeah, it's kind it's of amazing. Great, it's so really, it's Zucker-esque then, basically. Yeah, and it just predated Airplane by yeah, like It's wow. not quite as slapstick. It's actually a little more... Smart, you know. Yeah, and, and it's it's I don't know. It's just it's kind of a hoot. Although you could tell at the end they were running out of like money and script ideas, so there's just scenes occur with no yeah. connected tissue whatsoever. <laughs> Although I, I won't tell you what happens at the end. Please the don't, <laughs> don't spoil it for all six hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hey, what's that phone number, Dan? Uh, it is six four five eight one hundred. But guess Nobody what time it is? Fucking cares what the phone number is. We actually do have one. It's not quite a bit, but initially I asked Marty. I said, Hey, you know what I think would be a fun idea is if we if if you came up with three questions for every guest, that way we didn't just do kind of a "Hey, what's your biography?" thing. So uh, I just want you to know there's no there's no trick here. There's no right or wrong answer. Uh-huh. These are just three easy questions to engender conversations. And we have a theme song because we like to call it Marty's Softballs. Coming at you in threes, gonna put you at ease. If you like it rough, well tough. If Great, it's Marty Softballs. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Thank you. With Ron, they were not quite soft. No, with Ron, like somehow they, they, they became um, they became like harder balls, and it took us into this like epic, serious conversation about child was, trafficking. Uh, yeah, child prostitution. So that sounds about right. Take it, take it wherever you want to take it. I will not do that. But it was they're meant to be softballs. Okay, I'm all about the one. Oh, guess answer. who got stumped? Ken, Ken Marino <laughs> came on, and it wasn't so much stumped as because you know Ken's very bright and kind of looking down the chessboard. So I asked the he question, like, and he thought there's there's some 
trick to it all. So he's and just, I he's just staring at me. He's like, he's like, he's, he's, he's really like, I don't get the bit. He's <laughs> 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 like, no, there's no bit. There's no... It's just, just the scariest yeah. position he for bit, that guy yeah. to be in. <laughs> so See, I mean, like, it's like, okay, here's a first softball. What was the first album you ever bought? Albums for younger listeners. Oh, oh, albums were oh, these, <laughs> these <laughs> compilations of songs. Like, an internet joke. Track, yeah. CD, yeah. MP3. It's an MP3 joke. Yeah, yes. there you go. Uh, I remember this, actually. The first album that I ever bought was the Crow soundtrack purely for that Stone Temple Pilot song. Right nice. on. Oof. And did you just play... Was it on um, cassette or CD? It was a CD. CD. And did you just play that one, that one song? Uh, you know, I probably listened to the other songs once or twice, but it was there was one reason to get the CD. It, it never struck you to <laughs> just buy the Stone Temple Pilot CD? Well, I figured that one out later. Ah, <laughs> that was my second trip to the record store. <laughs> <laughs> STB what, and record store? Counting Crows. Yeah. Oh, very good. So the, the Crow theme. Yeah, right, yes. I lo- only oh, Alice the, Crow. The, with songs from the Jim Crow era. Yeah. Zippity Doo Dah and Old Man River. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the black curse. Right, there you go. Um, the, it's funny, the, I do remember my first album, and this will be telling, as John Inbaum likes to say, um, is, I, I'm a music idiot. I mean, you, you lead me somewhere, I'll listen and go, I love that, but I can't remember music, so I have no taste of my own. I have a legendarily bad CD collection that I've, ne- that hasn't changed since the night, you know, like, weird, th- one hit wonders like EMF, Jesus, jo-, you know, shit and like that. show tunes. And show, I do, I do like show tunes, I, I'm no kidding around, but I also like football, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, but I do remember we were on our New York arts trip from Virginia to, to Manhattan. Oh, big to, city. To the Big Apple. And I remember thinking, I'm going to sneak into a record store and buy Frankie Goes to Hollywood because oh I can't God. get that at home. So, yes, my first album was Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That is a beautiful Relax, story. don't do it. That song, because I thought it sounded sexual and slightly gay. So my, I combined my like first album with my first tentative foray. Into, I'm so sad for, for, for young me. gay you. I just want to, I want to protect you. Young gay me needed some help. I know, I'm sure. <laughs> needed some serious help. Uh, so yeah, Frankie Goes to Hollywood would be the answer to my question, Marty. All right. uh, Marty, do you not answer? You just ask? Well, I could, I could. We're not actually that. Dan never lets yeah, me. Yeah, I don't Dan care. Dan doesn't like to. Yeah. No, okay. Well, that's a, that's a 2-0 vote. So All next right. question. All right. Uh, Wait, I also have to ask a question about the first question. Oh, yeah. Mm. Was anybody uh, part of the BMG Music Subscriber Club? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I so hope my friend Ned Lilly is listening, which I don't think he is. Friend, high school, uh, great guy. He... He ran, I hope, uh, okay, let's say. So this is Columbia House, and then yeah, I'm gonna say this is, BMG. he did this with, I'm gonna say he allegedly did this with the Columbia House, cause I don't know how long the statute of limitations is. 13 albums he for signed, a penny. Thir- sorry, 13 albums for a penny, but a then penny. you had a thing a month that you had to do. So it's sort of, you got a lot up front, but then it puts you into the, but then you were in a contract to buy one album a month for a year. Yeah. So it kind of worked out for him. Ned would sign up under like 15 different addresses <laughs> and things. Oh. All come in there, and then one by one do things like write in and say, this person died. Or write in in the scrawl of a crown saying, I'm actually a kid. I can't. I shouldn't have entered into this. And, and so he would keep getting it. He built hundreds of it worked. free CDs. It worked for a while, and then they started to catch on, and he just kind of freaked out, disappeared. And, but they never really tracked him down. And, 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 That's Ned and Lily. I'd yeah. like to, yes, but I'd like to say all that I, I heard through the grapevine. I'm not sure it's true. 
true at all. It I probably can't believe isn't. you just said that to your friend. Yeah, well, so Ned, if you're out there, right on. Right on, man. Yeah. Totally, totally. But, but were you with the BMG? I was, but it was one of those things that, you know, it was very exciting because it seems like a great deal. Yeah. And then you're just tied to them forever. Yeah. It's like Scientology. Or marriage. <laughs> or marriage. <laughs> so how do you like Scientology? I love being a Scientologist. Um, Genetics Inc., she, her first album was uh, Samantha Fox Cassette. Interesting. Really? A Page cassette. cassette. Yeah. <laughs> I think important detail. Page like three girl. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just remember getting like my my fourth PM Dawn cassette from BMG and being like, I got to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I like PM Dawn. But when that first package comes and you get that little stack of CDs, it's a great day. Oh, totally. Yeah. Getting mail when you're young is, is oh, very it's, it's, exciting. Isn't it amazing how something so simple can be exciting? Oh, something for the postman. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, what was EMF's one song? You're unbelievable. Oh! And then I like... <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, and then you remember like... Three years ago, I was watching late night TV, and I think I called up Paul Rudd right when I saw this because uh, Kraft or somebody came out with these new cookies called Crumbles. Sure. And apparently, EMF was hard up. So the, the, the theme song was, they're crumbelievable. Oh, is that <laughs> the cheesy goodness gives them away? Crumbelievable. Oh. I'm sad. Their manager is like, take the fucking money. <laughs> yeah. take this is the last thing. So, uh, crumbelievable. That's, that's, that's the, that's the subtitle for Nooner. Sad story. <laughs> we're, Marty, we're crumbelievable. You guys are slightly. <laughs> we are crumbling. Thank you. Uh, all right, softball number two. Uh, what's your favorite Michael Caine movie? <laughs> oh God! God, I love the softballs. Except this may be a, a medium ball. Yeah, no, it's just really putting you of, on the spot. I'm doing the Ken Marino trying to think of something. No, to he, funny. Oh no, no, no. I'm feeling the pressure to be funny. It's just a comedy oh, podcast. Um, I liked him in that. Um, <laughs> the, you know what? I, you know what? I, here's some. I'm gonna, while you're thinking, I mean, can I use that video that he made, the acting video? Oh yes. Does that I think count? that does count? Okay, I think that's it does amazing. count. Or if you want to say. Uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Ryden in The Trip doing their Michael Caine impersonation off. Oh, oh, yeah. Go on YouTube. You can, just, you can see that one clip. Go, okay. go to YouTube later on. Just Coogan, uh, Ryden, and Caine. And, and they're they trying to Michael each Caine other off, like, through the different genius. years. And, yeah. If Rob Ryden is you were me, yeah. you might have said, well, first of all, clearly the original Get Carter is Michael Caine's greatest performance and one of the greatest movies of all time. You might have also said Alfie, the man who would be king. I didn't Sleuth. want to say Alfie. And I didn't want to say any of those. <laughs> so thanks. Blame it on nothing. Rio. Um, <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, and I'm missing some. I, Michael Caine's one of my favorite I mean, he's actors. in like this every movie. Really for me. Oh, it is? I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's just the- <laughs> Zulu dog. If you don't mind. What about the um, Harry Palmer trilogy? Awesome, 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 you awesome. Man Who Would Be King? Hannah, yep, yeah, I yeah, said that. Hannah and her sisters. He's so good in Hannah and her sister. Uh, isn't he that where he's going to do the seduction, but he hits the record yeah, plate and scratches? It's just oh genius. my god, he's so good. He makes Even, physical comedy seem real. Uh, Cider House Rules, he was great. Yeah, he won an Oscar for that, didn't he? Oh, did he? He was a little hammy. Did you see Harry Brown? He likes that. I didn't see Harry Brown, the revenge fantasy movie that uh, that stormed London. How old is that man? Nine hundred. Nine hundred. And uh, uh, no, I think he's. Uh, I don't know. It's very so, old. You know, he's, he's aging. We better get him on the Stick show around, before he Michael dies. Kane. <laughs> Michael Caine, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you are. Get him on to the show. <laughs> Just okay, but that's also, we got to mention Jaws 4. This time it's personal. Oh when he was in his taking money phase. Jaws, right, the revenge, yeah. That I don't even know about. Yeah, that was probably. Oh, right. yeah, it was where sharks are in the Caribbean. <gasps> the original, the Italian job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the and the remake wasn't he in the remake? Doesn't he? Play? Uh, yeah, maybe he did a little he something. Plays in the like Shirley Theron's dad or something. Uh, like that. I don't know. It's sad Sutherland's. when you're in the 
remake playing the dad. Well, no, he did do the remake of Great Get Carter that Stallone did that was god awful. And I was so mad at him because, like, the original Get Carter is the hardest diamond edge, great fucking British gangster movie of the 60s. I don't know if I've seen that movie. It's really worth watching because it's just steely edged. I will watch it. Just like you, Dan. Exactly like you. What was his first movie? Like his real young, young, well, young. Well, Zulu Donnie without a supporting role, and but his breakout role really was probably Alfie. The Harry Palmer movies and Alfie, you know, where he just played the, you know, Jude Law did it in the remake and it played that rake. You know, the great rake who gets his own sort of comeuppance. Sure. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah, like yeah. a rake? <laughs> I know. I, I actually gent. like Rake. Like with Null and I, you know, that's oh, the greatest God. screen rake of all time. Is that is such an awesome, awesome. That's in my top five. It's for amazing. Sure. No it's doubt. Amazing. You watch it like top three a couple times a year, right? Easily. I haven't seen that movie in probably. What's seven great or eight is I've years. seen it like twenty, literally twenty, thirty times, and every time I watch it, I go, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that line before. I didn't notice that nuance." I gotta rewatch it. In nineteen fifty-six, Michael Caine played Sailor, uncredited in Panic in the Parlor. That's my favorite. Who mm-hmm. didn't? <laughs> He was Private Lockyer in Helen Korea. Hell in Korea, not Helen Korea. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> your name. Yeah. It's uh, your drag name. <laughs> Helen Korea. Korea. <laughs> now, did you know who Janice Ian was before you took that role in I, uh, Mean Girls? I don't remember if I knew before, but I knew so quickly afterwards. I, I don't I don't know if mm. I did. You know, she was the very first uh, musical guest on SNL. Oh, did she sing at 17? I'm sure she did. I don't know if anybody else can remember her. I don't know if any other songs she sings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that you know who Janice Ian is, right? Yeah, she's unbelievable. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she's actually crumbly. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, she's much more crumbly. Uh, she's our crumb. All right, um, third Samba Amati. Um, what are you going to do for your 30th birthday? Oh my god! <laughs> which is which is five years from now? Yeah. Uh, well, somebody just told me recently because I'll, I'll be thirty in next June. Um, that thirty feels like your senior year of your twenties. Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. You can know, you can yeah. you remember yeah. that time? I can. Many, in the many fog many of war, I ago. seem to recall. That, uh, I twenty nine was the hard year for me for some reason because I felt like oh god, thirties coming. And Thirty happened. I was like oh yeah, great. I'm gonna have a good thirties. And then I didn't. And the forties were pretty good. <laughs> Just terrible thirties all the way. Thirties were rough. rough oh patch. man. There was a rough batch called that that's decade. A very very long. <laughs> I don't know if that's there were high, there were highlights. <laughs> The, okay, the, 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 the other rest of my life is the patch. <laughs> yeah. That was the life, but the patches were good. Oh, man. I had some good patches. Uh, yeah, no, it seems like 29 is for, you know, is for stressing out about being 30. I was so kind of distracted on my 20. Like, usually, as you know, Dan, I throw, like, these massive, obnoxious birthday parties. Which I look forward to. They're eagerly. really fun. But the guy, my friend Mark Silverstein. I was busy this yeah, past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I but my, my friend who I, who I throw them with normally is a very talented, amazing guy, Mark Silverstein, and he turned 40 this year, so he had his own blowout, oh, and I yeah. sat it out. And so I barely kind of, I barely paid attention to my birthday. And then next year is my 30th, so he'll have to sit it out. And I don't know, perhaps it will occur on a boat. With EMF playing? <laughs> yes. Only EMF. The reunited only Perhaps it will occur on a boat. I, I, I admire that. Moxie. Are yeah. you saying you're going to rent a yacht? Yes. We'll be yachting it. <laughs> I don't know what I would do it about. I don't know. It'll be It'll something. It'll be fun, believable. Yeah, it will be. Caviar, <laughs> yeah. champagne. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like to consider my birthday like sort of a national holiday that you celebrate for a full week. <laughs> it so is. So maybe this one will be two weeks. It's a national holiday here in Hollywood. I mean, 
Yeah, the street shut down. <laughs> well, we're holidays on the Christmas parade day, so it does. Yes, Marty, do we have any more balls? There was three. I can. I've got ton, two more balls, but no, I think we'll, we'll limit it to three. Oh man, stop fighting! Uh, <laughs> stop. No, I'm I, sorry you had to see this. I know, very uncomfortable. I know, I know. We all feel bad about that. All right, so see, they weren't. There was no trick questions there. No, there weren't. Um, but now I feel stressed out about having to play my thirtieth birthday. Sorry. Do you want uh, Martina to do it for you? Yeah, I would like mm-hmm. to. Okay, it's going to start with a nooner, not with you. Okay. Yep. Great. <laughs> I'm not going to be part of that. What? I'm just saying we're planning it. All right. I want to be one of those girls that's like, if I'm not married and pregnant by the time I'm 30, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so I have a year right. to gear up to that. Yeah, I made a pledge with a, a woman in college, like, if we're not married, we'll marry each other. By a certain time, thirty. It, it was. I think it was by thirty. Yeah. Because that seems so. I mean, it seemed like you know so in twenty seventy five. Right. So <laughs> it seemed impossible. So we were absolutely agreed to do that. And of course, that was the dumbest. Did she story. come and? No, she's great. She Paula's great. And she's you guys fantastic. still? You guys still keep in touch? Yeah, yeah. We keep in touch. We're Are you friends. married? And we are married. We did marry on our thirties. That's so nice. Yeah, we're happy. She's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's awesome. But wisely, we both felt like, well, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah, it would be. Really and and thirty seemed like, you know, cruising to death. Yeah. So why not get married? And when you're thirty, you gotta go. Oh no, wait a second. There's forty or fifty more good years, maybe. In there. maybe, so I don't know. Probably don't want to get tied down into a loveless marriage. <laughs> <laughs> just probably. That's what everybody else does when they're thirty. Know, but isn't that just something you talk about while you're drinking? You know, oh, when you're thirty, we'll be married. No, she had the patience of Joe because she was. She's the greatest woman in the whole world, and we had kind of a fling in college. Wow, really? Yeah, and sexual intercourse. I just said a fling. <laughs> it did not go to sexual intercourse, but that because like well, it's not a fling. The minute that we decided that we were going to start dating, like subconsciously, I like I. She said, "I never saw you or heard from you less than when we were formally dating." <laughs> so after a couple of weeks of that, we said, "Like we shouldn't do that anymore because clearly that's not really where it's at." That's a very sweet thing. Yeah, Was she the last woman awesome. you dated? Uh, dated, yes. Oh, we can talk There's, about Rosarito. No, I think we've talked about the every four years, like the Olympics, I end some... Every four years still? Yeah. Well... You F a lady? I wanted to... I think we've talked about this before, and I just wanted to said so, so that I don't, I'm not offensive to, to, to all women... I, it's not like I'm a lady killer and all I have to do is go, this is the time, snap in the fingers, <laughs> but boom, it happens. I'm saying some unfortunate woman somehow decides I'm attractive every four years Wait, and makes a play that I happen to go for. You, I have no idea. Wait, can you tell us about Mexico? Rosarita Beach was a, a, a trying experience. There was... I, this is a little embarrassing. So Did we, you have sex with one of those little kids selling chicklets <laughs> on the side of the uh, Yes. No, it was... <laughs> we he, got went booted, out, he got 86 from Mexico. <laughs> all of Mexico. We went, out to, we went out to, I don't know, like Senior Frogs or some sure. nonsense like that. And we got stinking drunk, and there was a woman, and we walked back down the street, went to my hotel room, and we're sort of... Who were you with? It, uh, I was with some college pals, uh, Mark and Joel, and, 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 uh, and, and in the middle of sex, she just kind of stops and looks at me and goes... Are you bisexual? No. So something I was doing was like made her go like, like, are you bisexual into the pillow as you're (laughs) reaming her asshole? 
that, 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 that is not the case. That's the worst image I've ever had. Uh, this is on at my stepmother's right now. Yeah, uh, damn. All right, no, that that is not what occurred. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I started like sucking her finger or something like that. I can't remember. Up and down. Uh, so and anyway, I love so she, that you have sex with girls every few years. With beautiful creatures and just delightful fun. Um. So it, so she said that. And then I like so we kind of parted ways, uh, and and I walked back to the bar, and we got and we were still very very drunk, and finally we said like oh my god it's got to be like five thirty eight we got let, let's go home I just this night's been really so we asked the bartender he said oh man what time's it he goes nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so like this all transpired somewhere between six and nine p.m. Amazing yeah was there vomit involved uh yeah I went back because we were all we were we had driven in a van and gotten one cruddy hotel room. And Motel so room. I went and back and then I, the, one of my friends was, uh, one of my friends was sleeping in the van and he'd thrown up outside the van. I'm like, all right. So I got in the van and we were just sleeping separately in the van. The police came, they knocked on the door. They thought that he and I were fucking around in the van, which was not true. Um, and they made us get up. We leaped out into the puddle of vomits and now we're sort of in our underwear in the puddle of vomit. Sure. The police are harassing us. And they made us go into the hotel room with one bed with one other guy sleeping. And they waited at the door until we all three got into bed together and fell asleep. And, and, and then they shut the, so we like, you know, caked in vomit. The three dudes got into this tiny bed and the police made sure that happened. Like your parents, died. just like, you know. How so, much did you pay the police? But we didn't pay the, I think they, I mean, we were really hammered and I think that they, I think they maybe took their revenge by making us get into that bed together. So I didn't have to pay them anything, but that was uh, the ignoble Rosarita Beach uh, female experience. Others were less tawdry. I thought you were going <laughs> to say that you threw up you always throw up when you realize it's a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've had this discussion here before. I have nothing but respect for the beautiful female uh, reproductive organ. That is very, yeah. very interesting. So every few years, Punxsutawney yeah. Dan here. This, I mean, because you've heard, I, I'm not. There's no change in the orientation, <laughs> but once uh, Punxsutawney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't see it get scared of it and then run away for years and dive into it. I mean, it's a, good, good, good well, point. I don't know that that's the verb I'd use either. Yes. I'd say we, we have a detente. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, this is the oh guy who really got something out of this officially. Mm. I, I'm, I'm really sweating happy. because I think there's some family listening today and I'm not really so sure. You just gave them a little hetero hope. Yeah, I know. Like, this is great news. If, if, my, if my healing dad is listening so Sorry, um, <laughs> and I hope you're feeling better. Okay, so if you had to, if you had to pick a like, a, who's like your celebrity girl crush? Like, what's your type of girl? Oh, good question. Oh, I mean, first of all, big boobs. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they they have a, um, a a very. I have a mechanical reaction to them. I guess I would call it. That doesn't make sense. To me. <laughs> what I would say is, they uh, there's not there's no erotic value attached to them for me. Uh huh. But they have a texture that is very intriguing. I mean, if you handed anybody kind of something with that sort of texture, you'd you'd go like, "Wow, that's interesting." Uh-huh. So I think like it's not a great turn on for women when I'm involved there because I'm like. 
what is this Mars texture? This is not from the, and that is the way I approach it. And then I realize at a certain point, this can't be fun for, for the other person. That's, that's not, I'm very, it's like, it's like sex as novelty. Yeah, like, like that stress ooh. fall they give you or something like that. So. So you're just squeezing no, them. Oh, I am feeling hard. better. This is good. I see what they're talking about. I am so relieved. I love so, this. Uh, now can I ream your ass? This is the most X-rated nooner of all. Oh, I'm sweating. Um, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, someone I, I don't want to pick. So I don't know. You know, like uh, someone with the real wit and pan- like oh, Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Okay, cool. That's what I was going to go to. I like that. Emma she's Stone. attractive mm-hmm. and she's brains and smart and fun. And that's all sexy. Spitfire. Spitfire. A little Spitfire. Uh, Genetics Inc. wants to know if you kept your that fly hat from Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Thanks for changing the topic. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. We, we were due. Pretty, pretty, we were due. I didn't keep that hat, and that's a really, really good, it's a good hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it not. defined your character. Yeah, it pretty much was the beginning, <laughs> middle, and end of my character. <laughs> that's the Lizzie Kaplan yeah. I wanted to oh, see. Oh, there you go. Yeah, getting to the meat of it. I think I maybe had a line or two, but mostly it was about the hat, and I actually completely agree with that. Oh, well, there you go. All right. It was a fly hat. We'll get you next time you come on the show in like a year. Sure. I won't come market or hit you up, but once a year. Okay. We'll have that hat for you. No, you won't. No, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've played a real life person in just like at like 127 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Did you? How deeply did you research that role? Did you? Did you shadow her? God. Um, I want to get the voice just perfect. By the way, you're welcome to duck all questions. No, no, no. I'm, 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 uh, I'm fine answering any and all questions. Adam Scott actually saw that movie before. I, I haven't even seen it yet. Just that I don't see fucking anything. Actually, uh, honestly, that was one of my favorite movies by far. The script is insane. The book is insane. The story is amazing. Danny Boyle's amazing. Franco's amazing. I thought it was the biggest crime of last year with Danny Boyle was not nominated for director because, because that movie had a trillion ways to be bad and he found the one way for it to be great. No kidding. No kidding. Wait, how would you know? Well, just from being on the set. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I mean, you know, like my my beefier scene in that movie was cut out of it, and so I'm like really barely in it. But she was there, the sister. Oh, really? She came by, and she's very nice, very, very smart. Very well educated. And the the actual Aaron Ralston guy was there uh, a good amount of the time. And did they look at you and say, hey, Danny, what, what's the deal? Why, why her? Yeah, we don't look anything alike. Mm. And I, di- I mean, you know, I didn't I no. barely anything. I mean, obviously, it's not. But it was, uh, was, it was Aaron a, silly question. a decent and inspired human being? Well, the thing that's so nuts about it, because I, I, you know, I read the script, I read the book that he wrote. And it talks a lot about, you know, this, I, I, I hope this is in the movie. The, you know, he, he thinks he's gonna die, right. and he carves his date of death into the wall, and then he doesn't die, and he's hallucinating so severely at that moment that he hallucinates this little boy, and he knows that it's his son that he's going to have in the future. Wow. And that's what, in, what inspires him to, you know, chop off his arm and get out of there. And when I met him, so it's an amazing story, amazing. Right. And the first time I met her, him, he was he was holding his like infant son. Wow. Oh my god. And it just like totally blew my mind. That's incredible. That that, that movie should be. I am, and because I really would like people to see, like so few genuinely fine pieces of filmmaking occur. I so urge you to see this. If you haven't seen this movie, I not only am I squeamish. 
but blades and and things are the things that make me most squeamish. I have to turn away like swords. You know, I love Game of Thrones, but I gotta, I, I can't do it. It's he really hates squeamish. sword play. So <laughs> <laughs> not true. So, um, so th- this movie, I thought I will not be able to do it, and it is difficult. But Boyle's so talented, does it so in the right way. Music is so important yeah. in the moment. Mute the, the score is genius, particularly in that moment. So I know it. People, a lot of people sat it out because they thought it would be a tough watch, and it is. But not only can you do it, it is well worth it if you are an admirer of film. That's the last serious thing I'll say. I like that. Show. And he is Danny Boyle is like the greatest man on earth. I love hearing it. I How love do you hearing that. He like is one of those guys that you know everybody on the crew. It was very, everybody was very cool, and I think he works with a lot of those people a lot of the time. And that's always a good sign. Yeah, actually. definitely. And he's so enthusiastic and so excited to just be there. Right. He doesn't have any jaded energy whatsoever, and he like totally involves even the background players. He tells them everything that's going on, what he needs from that. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a director do anything. I love it. That's great to hear. I like hearing it just about anybody who works in Hollywood. When you hear that they're truly, they're really good at what they do, and they're a really good person, yeah, you want to celebrate. So all the other directors you've worked with are like terrible. They're listening right now, saying, "Hey, what about me?" Yeah. I hate them all. <laughs> Except for Danny Boyle. Except for Danny Boyle. Blanket tape. After Michael Caine, let's get Danny Boyle on the yeah. show. I only like uh, the directors that cut me out of their films. <laughs> well, remember Kevin Costner getting oh, cut out of uh, Big Chill. Big Big chill. chill. And look His wrists are in it. Were you cut out of any other movies? I was cut out of a television show, the pilot of Undeclared, and I had a lesbian kiss. Ooh. Ooh. Look for it on YouTube. La. I don't La. even think you can look for it on YouTube. <laughs> I forgot about and stumbled on Adam Scott's gay kiss in uh, on, on YouTube. Uh, What's that from? In a, a, a little movie by this uh, guy I went to college with, Derek Simons, and I'm forgetting oh. the name of it off the top of my head. But um, uh, Adam is uh, really good in the movie, and uh, the YouTube video of him in this gay kiss is like getting increasingly popular as his popularity right. is going on. Because is know, it like a real kiss? Yeah, well, yeah. Wow. He gets in there. <laughs> he plays the role. You didn't see the movie. I did see the movie. It was a long time ago. I just can't remember the name offhand. Sorry, Derek, if you're listening, which you're not. Was it Seven in a Match? That sounds right. All right. Um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know, Marty. What uh, were you uh, going to say? Oh, God. Uh, but please wait, make oh, did you softballs. Shoot, did you shoot, save the date? Is that? Yes, we just wrapped uh, two, three days ago. Oh. oh. What, what's that all about? I love this movie so much. <laughs> and the director is almost as good as Danny Boyle. Yeah, but... the director, uh, I hate him. <laughs> oh dear! No, the director's amazing. He he wrote it also with a couple other guys. Um, the director is this guy Mike Mohan, and the uh, do you know the? I don't know if you guys would know, but the the graphic novelist Jeffrey Brown. I bet the I bet a lot of people in yeah. the audience know. mega I mega yeah. mega talented yeah. guy. He's one of the writers too, and this guy Egan and. Um, so it's kind of based on a lot of his like Jeffrey Brown art and comics. But it's this very kind of quiet story, and it's me and Allison Brie and oh, Mark Starr community. and Jeffrey Arend and Mark Weber. Ooh, he, and he was at the covers party. Jeffrey Arend. Oh, nice. he's so awesome. He he sang it. He. Dressed, oh yeah, he was uh, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, he yeah. he came out in a full bodysuit with makeup and everything. It was, he was no great. Joke. Yeah, didn't and get invited again this year, Marty. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody on this movie, it, mine is probably Mark Weber, who's done a lot of. Uh, more serious stuff but you know we're all comedic actors for the most part and it's not a full comedy at all I mean there's definitely like 
comedic moments, sure, right, right, but right. it's it's like very emotional. Like Martin Starr does stuff in this movie. I've, Martin's like a great actor. He really is. Yeah. And you know, and it's great that he's getting a chance to some chops he's there. He's so good. Everybody's so good in it. And yeah. so you know, we just wrapped. Hopefully, it, it cuts together and people see it because I'm like oddly very very proud of it I'm, I, and I, I'm never proud of anything <laughs> like anything I would say that you are hard on yourself that sometimes. is for sure I never walk away from something being like well <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> job well done yeah no never pat on the back Kaplan never never, <laughs> never, Wait, never, that, never this isn't the movie that you got the gifts on is it yes it is oh really yeah wow. and this was low budget like we didn't have you know any I yeah. mentioned we don't have any trailer so it was one of those like very communal experiences not unlike Party Down I, I love the like capable crew mixed with the with the low budget because yes. everybody really wants to be there. Yeah, I, that that was nice, and we you don't get to experience it that often. You don't, and there's nothing worse than very low budget uh, where the crew's unhappy because then you really hear like I'm not even getting fucking paid for any of this. Right, 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 and that just just like one of those mood it destroys the mood because they they're probably right. They're probably being asked to do a hell of a lot. More, oh yeah, but so you never it just does take you down a path. But everybody you know, if everybody believes in it and it's like down to be there and getting along, then the amount of work and passion for your work, whatever department you're in, I feel like increases exponentially. And I also feel like a lot yeah. of the the there can be a sort of a, a a top down attitude thing from and this I think is incumbent on the producers and line producer new PM if they come into the low budget thing and then still torment people Mm -hmm. you know that's going to make people react poorly the good ones who are working in lower budget either because they're there or they're doing it whatever like know that you know they still have to be strict about budget because you have to because there's no money but there's a way to do it that doesn't make people feel like they're almost being punished for the act of going onto the film exactly how did how did you get approached or how did you get involved in the whole thing it was like uh i had you know like a stack of scripts to read which is not like hey look at me <laughs> an old stack of but I, I had a stack in that usually if I like build up four or five that I need to read I'll just be like no that looks overwhelming I'm just gonna leave it alone for another month and so it was in there and it was surrounded by like a lot of really bad scripts and so I think I read maybe the first one or two. I was like, oh, this whole stack is going to suck. And so I didn't get the next one I was supposed to read was this save the date thing. And then I was at a birthday party and, and Martin was there. Right. And he was like, uh, are you going to do save the date movie? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that Spot is literally, <laughs> that is dead on. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't even read it. Are you doing it? He's like, yeah, I mean, it's good. I'll do it if you do it. And so then I went home and read it and it was like, Really good. Really, the script is really, really good. And you know, by the way, once you said yes, he called him up and got a producer credit for getting you in. <laughs> <laughs> he should have driven a harder bargain. Yeah, he really should. Have. I mean, and all you got was a breakfast burrito. So once and a leaf. Yeah, and one beautiful leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's a fantastic cast. It's a great yeah. cast. It's a great, great cast, and it it really was. It was one of those like special fun ones for sure. Let me ask this. <clears throat> Put my hands on my head. Okay. Uh, no, no. I just I've been out of it for the last little while. What, guys? What are some movies I should see to catch up? And that's I know that sounds like a bullshit question, but oh, I really have been a, completely block. off the grid. Everybody's talking about that attack the block. Yeah. Okay. It's a fun tell, one. Me, tell me. Tell I me. I haven't seen beginning beginners either. I haven't seen anything. I did see beginners, in a while. Which, I, which I enjoyed. Um, what's it, attack the block? It's the the Nick English Frost. One? Nick Frost and uh, um, what's the is Simon Pegg involved in that one? No. Or it's just Nick Frost? No. Edgar Wright is a uh, the executive producer. It's a. Um, uh, an English TV actor is his directorial debut, and it's about um, sort of a, a London tenement that gets attacked by aliens, and these kids are defending it. Oh, holy shit! I want to see that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's awesome. a very, very fun. It's a great. 
it's like what Super 8 should have been, you know? Right. And right, right, right. Good. Because I just feel, I feel off the pop culture radar. I didn't know. I thought maybe you two could fill me in. What I've been, what's I, hot? What, what's hot? What's not? I got, I what's got hot, nothing not? to share. I have been like also not seeing anything for the last couple months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw Captain America. How was it? It was fine. Paint know? by numbers? Uh, yeah, but you know. It, 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 what about this Cowboys and Aliens? I didn't. I didn't see it, but I mean, I love the. I love the idea. All right, people out there, tweet me a movie. It's good we're to so see, for God's sake. I mean, none we're, of us. Here we're talking about pop culture, and we haven't seen any pop culture in twelve. Oh years. no, I, I saw the Steve Carell movie. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I want was to that. See that. Yeah. Is it good? Um, it was funny because you know he's he plays like a sort of schlumpy husband. And, Imagine that. And uh, and then Ryan Gosling, your you girlfriend know. Emma Stone's in that one. Ooh, that girl, you want to have sex with? Emma, right if you're that, listening, I. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I can't um, finish that sentence. So, <laughs> like the first thing that that uh, Ryan Gosling like reforms is like he s- takes off uh, Steve Carell's New Balance shoes sure. and and throws them you know in the mall. And um, I was wearing New Balance shoes. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing them right now, and I'm like, but they they offer so much. Marty, get on the Gosling program. I know. Get on the Gosling. You got to get Gosling. That that uh, script was so good, and I've heard that movie is so good. Yeah, it's it's All really right. good. And so that's another. And um, yeah, so I was like, what's wrong with Steve Carell the way he is? He's who I want to be. And then he gets all gussied up, and huh. you know. Well, don't. I mean, don't don't ruin it for me. No, don't finish <laughs> that. I mean. That's no, I'm Gosling. assuming there's a little bit of Cyrano de Bergerac reformation in there. Um, a lot of chest, uh, chesty um, Ryan Gosling. That's what I hear. Not much. That's yeah. what I, I well, hear. Well, in the trailer, there's a lot of absy Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absy and chesty. Absy, yeah. absy Gosling. Check it out. That's his drag. That's his, that's his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> absy. <laughs> Dear absy. Um, (laughs) thank you for coming good night Uh, serve phone number 6458100 because Lizzie Kaplan's only going to be with us for like another 10 or 15 minutes I mean call how's your Friday sketch my Friday sketch is pretty and I'm leaving in you know four or five days for New York for five weeks so I should be doing a lot of stuff and I'm not doing any of it who's going to water your plants wait is that said with steely eyes my cat really oh Um, I think I actually at, at this little party thing that I was at yesterday I did you ever go to that Thursday night farmer's market thing? What? No. Really? I feel Wait, like maybe I've seen Karaoke? It. No, no. It's just like it's, it's everybody like a thing you we know. Didn't want to say, Hollywood. We didn't want to say too much about it, I know, so I wouldn't I feel bad for not being No, I didn't want to say too much about it because I don't want to ruin it. Got it. Have, have Done. So 600 a... <laughs> million people. <laughs> right. Where's Lizzie like, And this is the farmer's market in Santa Monica, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In El Segundo. Okay, okay very good. Um, <laughs> but I... What was I saying? Leaving... On a jet plane from Manhattan. On a jet plane, going to this farmer's market thing. Great. All right. Well done. Oh, well, well, no, 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 well done. Oh, cats, yes. I, uh, thank you. I ran into a guy that I know from the trip that I went on when I was 16 years old for two months to Israel. Uh-huh. I ran into two guys who I haven't seen in probably, I don't know, five or six years. And that guy is going to house sit for me. Oh. Look at that. Wow. There you Dude, go. Where are, they, where are they putting you up in uh, the Big Apple? I don't know. Probably nowhere great. And what room number? The listeners want to know. Yeah. I'll make sure I'll call in with all that information. I have no idea. I'm so not like at all. Kev, Kev, 2025 suggests Limitless. Oh, yeah. I love that. Was that the Bradley Cooper? script also, but I I didn't see it. Yeah. 
Wait, I've I've heard like the, the love hills. and hate on that. Well, I think that's a it love was a hate. very very cool script. I don't know. What and J.R. Parham suggests a better life. The Chris White's uh, oh, immigration I drama. I've you know I've I've thought it's it's it sounds like one of those things that like it, once you go and you're seeing it, you'll be glad you did. But the act it's like going to the gym. The act right. of like you're like I go oh, uh-huh. two hour immigration drama. But apparently once I, you're there. But that I don't. It's like when you don't have time to see you do. anything. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I just go home and watch The Real Housewives. Uh, really? And drink Chardonnay and Breaking Pina Bad. Grigio. I hope. Um, I so Kev, Kev, twenty twenty-five. Also, wait. You wants to know what was it like to work on American Dad? It's fine. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's a lot I'll like do the next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. You talk in front of a mic. Basically, yeah. and I, when I first started uh, doing that voiceover stuff, I was like, I'm gonna do some zany voices. They're gonna be blown away. Yeah. And you get in there, and they're like, Could you just do it in your regular voice? <laughs> <laughs> that was. It was funny when you came in. No, we were this talking is funny. about. I've been working on it. Yeah. I know. Check out this crazy thing that I'm about to do. Yeah. Could you actually just put the emphasis, like full on line reading? So I'm like, Yeah. Just tell me how to fucking say it. I don't care. I, I ellipsed the story when we were coming in because I did this uh, big monologue in, in Kevin's film. Dogma. Mm-hmm. You and did? I did. Yeah, as a priest. So I had like a two-page single-space sermon that I did. Holy shit. And the, the, that he was bragging about earlier. I, I love was that movie. I'm I the, we were just talking about that movie. Then the Fiorentino was sitting in church. I don't and remember one thing about it. I honestly don't. But <laughs> I remember If that you ever watch it again, me, priest early on. So it's a two-page single-space sermon that he wanted me to do all in one take. And so he came into the train and said, do it for me. And this is the part that I ellipsed. I had worked up a priest voice. Because, like, I, I, like, well, that's so. I, when I said do a line, I wanted to hear the priest voice. But I couldn't, I, I could, well, I don't remember the line or the priest voice, but the priest voice had a southern, t- it had more of a pastor kind of feel to it. Sure. So I did the whole thing perfect for him. And he goes, that's it. That, that, that's great. Just lose the voice. And that's and and I'd worked for like four weeks on it with that voice, and then we go in and I and it's funny how you can't then like, oh my god, my normal voice. I don't remember what that is. Yeah, you can't do it in lines. your normal voice. And if you've and if you've given a, given a cadence or a rhythm to the line in the voice, that throws you off because you don't have the. In this case, it was sort of a southern, which has kind of a lilting lyrical sure, thing. Sure, so suddenly, you don't have that wave pushing you down the line. You're such an amateur. I can't believe it. I know I am an amateur. <laughs> I, mean, I turned the board as a crutch. I, it was a crutch. It absolutely was. And you know, the, the, <laughs> the worst version of that is when you do it in your regular voice and he says five minutes before, mm, can you try it in a southern accent? <laughs> can, you bring, can, can you bring a voice? Yeah. Could you do some kind of Well, character? I could do a, that's, that's far great. Oh, well, yeah, there it was. There it was. <laughs> if I could, you know, that's all. <laughs> Wait, did you ever, well, listen, if I could tell you that, did you have good. a southern accent? What's that? Did you have a southern I've accent? I had a bit of southern. I lost it over time, but you can hear a little bit. I do say y'all and they like, like you know, kids color with the crown. Sometimes and, at a dinner party after a couple of drinks, you sort of. That's it. John August is fond of pointing that out. If I've had two drinks, I'll, my southern accent will come back out it. a little bit. Yeah. I love it. Well, I speak in a southern accent so often just to be stupid that if, if, on this thing that I just shot, they had to like cut and come in and be like, you really need to stop doing that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't do, even know yeah. that I was doing it. No, I'm not supposed to have a southern accent. Oh, but it's just happening. It just, just, it slipping just in crept there. in. Oh, brilliant. Where, where, oh, was that in, what was it filmed in the South? No, it was oh. filmed right here in oh. Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's you know. Save the date. Save the date. <laughs> See, it naturally lends I itself. Mean, it really does. Um, save the date. I was like, I save the date. Wait, did you have, I, I guess I was thinking of Queens of Country. Do you have an, an accent in that? Yes, we all do. Nice. And everybody had a, like the crew had accents by the end of it too, because we would only speak in those voices. Right. They were dialect coach. We did have a dialect coach at first, and then we. I mean, the thing is, it How does takes place in Arizona, so we're. It's weird that we have southern accents to begin with. Um, it, it has to work with a dialect coach. Yeah, yeah. You just like go and sit with them, and they 
you read over things. They put and, a Michael Caine video in. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a southern accent is not like the most uh, difficult one, but for other stuff, you have to, you know, you get you listen to tapes and you listen right, to people right, right. who do it normally. It's whatever. And then you're so scared to start. I mean, I was I'm always so scared to do an accent that I want the dialect coach there like every minute of every day. And after like halfway through the first day, I'm like, get out of here, you're making me. It is amazing how good that the Australians and the English are at many of them. I mean, I'm sure not universally, but like, think about how many Australian actors come in and just do fine with American people accent. who are Hugh great Jackman. at it are Ryan Quanton. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You and Lucy Punch. Lucy Punch's accent is the most flawless American accent I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, Alan Cumming is a strong Scottish bro, yeah. naturally, and you can't tell that at it's all. It's super, super impressive. But right. it's also like I know how hard Lucy works on it. And that seems totally scary too, because Alison Brie just did a Judd, a Judd Apatow movie with Jason Siegel and Chris Pratt oh. and Emily Blunt, and she has to be she's Emily's sister, and she's I guess doing a British accent, and to be able to improv in an accent that's not your own seems very frightening. Yeah, that that's too many too many things you have to concentrate on at one moment. Yeah, she's as cute as a button. She really is. She can have a bad accent. That's that's okay. She's by me. adorable. <laughs> Boy, does she she has she has a huge rack. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, she has a beautiful mechanical rack. Beautiful mechanical. No, she's wonderful. I yeah, adore her. Mark Howard suggests tabloid, the Errol Morris oh, documentary. Oh, right. I've heard good things about that. We're getting some good. I've heard about the Errol Morris documentary. That yeah. yeah, it's so a, out of the It's loop. about a beauty queen who kidnaps and rapes a dude. Can't wait, wait a minute. Can't wait. <laughs> um, no, normally about this time. To, to, to wrap up, Lizzie's been kind. She's been here for over an hour. Oh, boy. Um, normally is, is when I do ask what's next for Hollywood's Lizzie Kaplan. But we know what's next. You're going to New York. Are you getting any vacation about. time between now and the rest of the year? Or is vacation going to be? Uh, potentially after Great. that. Great. Wait, do you have any movies coming out? Um, what do I have coming out? I guess I could. I have it right in front of me. Oh yeah, there's that. Uh, there's Queens of Country. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And I think the trailer, like a trailer that's very old and not color timed or done, is online for that movie. So you should find it somehow. And then uh, I did this other little movie called Frankie Go Boom. Well, I, well, I know that name. Why? Yeah. Do, well, uh, I don't know. It's another real time. Oh, and one. you were in Matt's movie. Yeah. Matt Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. High Road. I hope. And I'm I doing a Funny or Die on Sunday with oh, uh, Megan, so that'll be the next Oh, night. brilliant. Wait, so what is um, uh, uh, Frankie Bo- Go Boom? Frankie Go Boom is a, a funny movie. I have yet oh, to see it. there we go. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. fu- it's funny. It's got Charlie Hunnam and Chris O'Dowd, who's wonderful, and uh, Chris Noth. And it's a, it's a, it's a. I've always wondered North or North. This is I don't really even cleared know. Up, cleared up a right. magic mystery for me today. I could be and completely. So when I, if I go up Ron Perlman without makeup. No, he's oh, he's uh, he's another transgendered person. Is he really? Poor, poor yeah. fellow, so always just, hiding behind a mask. Oh, jeez, see, it's a crutch. It's like a southern accent. It is. He's a gorgeous woman. Oh man, like just Joe Latrulio. Like, do you do? No, just cute. What? Do you have to do press for all these things? Like, what, what's I mean, it? probably eventually. They're all, you know, they're independent movies, so it sort of depends on what happens right. with them. But Frankie Go Boom, I hear, is really funny, and, and, and you know, we'll see. Yeah. Do you uh-huh. hate doing press yes. things? Yeah. Yes. I, I so imagine. that's why you're spending an hour here on Nooner. Was yeah, so I special. never have to do any. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're they're going to pull sound clips I, from everything I would you call this a personal favor to me, and I appreciate it. Dude, they're going to pull, you. I hate my, all directors you except say she loved you. You're stepping on her loving me. Hello. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm embarrassed that I said I used the word rack twice. 
<laughs> but I, I'm going to go home and stress out about that for 45 minutes. <laughs> right, I, I would. That's what the, that's we the can easily gonna snip that from the live show. Oh, 600 minutes. Oh, Alison Brie just tweeted something nasty to you. Did you really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends. We're friends in real life. Well, I'd give you a big fat hug, but I can't because we're on the air and I would move away from the microphone. And God knows if I can't talk every single second, I'll split in half. What will happen to the world? Yeah. Then, uh, thanks so, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I will see you uh, when we do the Party Down movie next year. No, you'll see me before then. Jesus. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know what? Do you, can you show yourself out? <laughs> You don't mind, do you? It's not a small house. <laughs> it's a brilliant house. It's a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very Just keep very going down house. until you get outside. Yeah, the, and the main door, you just press an ice cream button and you get out. An ice cream button? <laughs> okay, see you later. Lizzie, thanks. We will see you in one year when you come back and we give you a fly hat. Jesus, how come I don't get to see you this year? What are you trying to no, say? I mean on the air. Oh, I Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Find hat. Take care. Bye, Bye Lizzie. so much. Well, Jesus, we've been looking forward to that. Our first female guest, Anne Lizzie Kaplan, who uh, and he just kicked her out. Well, you know, we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap up the show right now, and right. and uh, and uh, and uh, and. But, Alan uh, didn't even get to to hang out with her. Uh, Alan, uh, you know what? Just so Megan understands this, Alan didn't look up from his keypad the entire the time. Entire the time, <laughs> he was facing out the window today. Because uh, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm giving understanding you're a fan of Lizzie's. Yes. Absolutely. There you go. A platonic fan. Platonic fan. Okay, yes. there. I want to make that straight. She is so damn smart and fun. I hope and funny. Uh, all of you out there get to spend some time with her. Um, yeah, I just thought, Marty, that uh, since I promised her an hour and I knew she had to go, that we would wrap ah. it up. All right, all you right. know what? We'll take another three minutes here and we'll wrap up our own very, uh, very slightly abbreviated version of the Yes. Um, we apologize. You can we'll who, prorate. Who are you going to yeah, well, I, yes, you can prorate the free subscription. Yes, and we'll, we'll get that <laughs> refund. To, right uh, Next week we're going to have a very special guest. You know him as Rob Thomas. I know him as Mr. Rob Thomas. <laughs> um, so he will be. He never lets you forget that. He never lets me forget that. But he is coming into town because on Monday we start prep for our reshoots on our, our reshoot of our Fox pilot, Little in Common, with Rob Corddry oh. and Kevin Hart. Um, so he's coming in town for prep and shoot, and we're gonna have a, a hoot and holler and good time. Where, where does he stay when he comes here? You know what? I don't know, but I know last time he stayed at the Oakwood, which is the preferred, uh, not the preferred, but the go-to corporate apartment of, you know, cause it's right on that bar on Burbank, right, so you right, can right. go either to Hollywood or to Burbank Studio City. Like if you go there during, like, the summer, I, well, I guess now, like, yeah. or, or pilot season, yes. like it's just full of, like, yeah, actors, and no, no, but like and, kids. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. kids, because kids come out of time. Yeah, yeah. And as soon parents, as, as soon as Rob figures out where he's staying, I will give the address out live on the air. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. But he'll be here with us next week. He, of course, created uh, Veronica Mars and Party Down and Cupid and is an all-around excellent fellow. Yes. Um, James, you got anything else uh, you want to say before we wrap uh, this no, edition? Welcome no. back. We're great to yeah. have you guys back. Thanks, and Thanks. And uh, I think I think, uh, I think we covered it all. I think we covered Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we got the miracle on felt out. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got uh, Olympic female sex. Check. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's perhaps like, someday I can have sex with a woman on a pool table. That will be the oh, and then and then we can make a immaculate a rack joke too. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Get a rack joke in there. Perfect. Hey, yeah, and I think we'll leave and it on that, Marty. And James, you're gonna be. Uh, 
doing the show tonight? Is oh, that right? Yeah. Yes, uh, at the uh, Lovitz, the John oh, Lovitz Podcast. Wait, theater. holy fuck! Did I hear? And I've been out of it, as you know. Do, do, do you have your own show? Uh, it's coming. Uh, it's we're working on it. We're recording so I it. Shut and, my mouth. Now, no, no, no. Or? It's fine. It's okay, fine. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, cats out of the bag. It's okay, no okay, big deal. But, tell uh, us about it. Yes, uh, it's going to be a music based. Uh, it's called the Breaks. Uh, and I, I chose, I was, I thought I'd go a little internet savvy with, uh, my choice and co-host. I went with, uh, Eric Schwartz, uh, also known as Smooth E uh, yes, on the nice. uh, internet. Very funny man. Nice. And Nestor Rodriguez, who, uh, uh, a very, very funny uh, comedian from the East Coast that, uh, won our, uh, our, the John Lovitz, uh, find me a comic, uh, contest last year we had with, uh, KTLA. So. That sounds uh, great. really really funny, guys. And, and yeah. when when does that? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we record. Uh, we we haven't actually recorded the first episode yet. Uh, we do that, I believe, Monday, um, and then I present that to Sir uh, Smith. The powers that yeah, be. The powers that be, the Mr. Power Smith. That yes. And, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. If he well, likes it, it goes on. If not, it. Uh, best uh, of luck. I don't we'll see how it can go wrong, Command, because you're 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 uh, the tops. You're the top. So next week, Friday, we will be live again with Rob yes. Thomas uh, from everybody here at Sur, and especially for my cohort, Marty Yu. Hello. Absolutely. Well, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> oh, and, 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 yeah, and thanks also for all the feedback on the Twitter and yeah, the emails. Yeah, really nice. And, so, and if you like it, tell a friend. Yeah, so Twitter is at NoonerDanMarty, and we also have uh, NoonerPodcast at gmail.com, and I think Marty set up some Facebook thing where only he and I so far have No, no, liked your, it. your mom likes it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but actually, she oh, she just unlocked it. Uh, <laughs> damn. And uh, for those of you out there listening, uh, whether you subscribe to a religion or whatnot, positive energy, whatever it is, send the positivity to uh, good, our good friend here, Dan, and his father, and, and oh, thank you. what's thank going you. on, please, please. We do appreciate it very, very much. All right. All right, have a great weekend. Take care, everybody. And I'm not going to say the sign-off tagline because Marty fucking hates it, so I'm not going to say, <laughs> hope you had your fill. Well, you just did. Okay. All right, we'll see you next time on Nooner. Thanks. I hope you had your When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork buddy and dig into a Nooner. It's Nooner with Dan and Marty. If you never had a noon, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a nooner. It's a nooner with Marty and Dan. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.